just, again, welcome you to Resurgence. We are so glad to have you. We are really honored tonight to have uh, Ben and Kelly Smith. And uh, Ben and I have just, we've gone back about five years and just God's connected us. We really believe in relationship, that good ministry flows out of relationship. And so God's connected us. We've run into each other. We've prayed and prophesied over each other at key points in our lives. And uh, God, we just said, hey, we got to have you. you got to come. And there's been this, like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And to be honest, it seemed like it was going to be forever ago. And, but they're here. And I believe it's really significant. This is their first outing as a couple. And uh, we, just, we just love you guys. Just love what you brought, Ben and Kelly, and just uh, what you carry. And I just, your songs are going to be an anthem to the nations. And God's getting ready to release you in a huge way. And uh, we are just really honored to be part of that. Um, also want to announce that we took an offering in January, a first fruits offering. And uh, we just felt as a leadership team to sow some of that money into Ben and Kelly in the production of their CD. And, uh, and so that was some of your money, some of your investment went into that because we believe in what God is doing through them. And it's going to go to the nations. And it's good soil. So are we good with the buzz? Because the... it's heavy buzz flow here. good. If I need to switch a mic, let me know. Okay, we're good. Well, um, tonight I got a phrase that uh, I want to share with you tonight that God's really put on my spirit all week, and I just can't shake it. Uh, it's a phrase, uh, there's a sound in the city. There's a sound in the city. And we are entering our seventh year, uh, we're in our seventh year as a community, um, uh, gathering together to believe for a rising again, a resurgence, a restoration to use, revival in Edmonton, but in Canada, in the nation, and, and in the world. And, um, and so we're in our seventh year, and I feel God has placed a theme of cities and gates on a heart. In November, I shared a word out of Jericho. Uh, how many were here for that? You heard that about Jericho and about, uh, about taking uh, the city. And I really believe that there's something significant about cities and gates. And so tonight is significant. And I keep seeing this connection between revival, between cities, and between uh, this community and what he wants to do. And there's a connection to cities. And so in Acts 1, Jesus appeared to 500 people saying, uh, Don't leave Jerusalem until they receive the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit comes. So they were told to stay in Jerusalem for what God had promised. And there was a prayer meeting that was formed. And, and the Bible says that 120 people were left in that room after a few days. And, and it was the upper room in the city of Jerusalem. And we're going to read tonight from Acts chapter 2. And this is a common passage that if you've grown up in church, you, you may have read this depending on the church. You may have skipped over it. But it is, it is, it is a passage in Scripture. And, and we want to focus on this tonight. So Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. Everyone say sound. sound. So a sound came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, 
They, they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. There's a sound in the city. There's a sound in the city, and I, I want to pray. God, I thank you that you're here tonight. I thank you for what you're doing in this room. I thank you for each person. I thank you that tonight that there's a sound that was released. But God, you are, you are birthing something in this region in our hearts tonight. There's a sound. And so God, we thank you that from the front to the back, from the left to the right, that your Holy Spirit is hovering in this place. God, I thank you that every life will experience that we will never be the same again. God, it's all about an encounter with you. It's all about your presence. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're going to do. We thank you that you're here, that you're in our midst. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Amen. Is there still a buzz on my voice? Because I hear it. Okay, you don't hear it? We're good? It's kind of feedback. Is that just me? I don't know where I'm hearing that from, but... Okay. But you, it's not, you're not hearing that. You're not hearing the sound that I'm hearing. Okay, good. Uh, number one tonight is the city. There's something significant about the city. What is a city? A city is a large human settlement. It's, it's a permanent human settlement. You know, in Acts 2, Jerusalem is the same city that actually crucified Jesus. It's that same city. It crucified Christ. God was doing something and it tried, it took an innocent man to the cross. This is what the city was, Jerusalem. Yet God poured his spirit out there. And there's so many times, you know, we focus on individuals. We, we've heard it. If you've grown up in church or been to any kind of meeting or any podcast, you know, revival. Revival starts with me, you know? It's about my heart. It's about one-on-one. -on -one. It's not about the mass. It's about, it's about, it's about me and God. And I, and I want to say tonight, I totally agree with this. I totally agree that uh, what happens in public must start first in the private place. That our encounter, our relationship with God has to be rooted in the private. God wants to renew. He wants to, he wants to come and see repentance in our hearts and life change. And He wants that to happen, a revival in each one of us in our secret place. But there's something where if we just stop at that, we miss what God wants to do. See, there's something that we miss about the Christian faith if it's just about me, if it's just about us, if it's just self. See, Jesus died. He's, Jesus came. God sent Jesus to gain a family. He sowed a son to gain a family. There's something that happens when two or three gather in his name. And we can't miss that profound truth. It's about community. It's about coming together. We weren't made to do life alone. It's one of the lungs of our heart to not be alone, to, to, to be connected. See, we've had lots of teaching, lots of sermons, lots of amazing self-guide, self-help books, things that we've heard, and some of them are awesome, and I love them. We even sing a lot of songs. I love you, Lord. I this, I that, I this. And it's very self-centered at times. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I love all worship. But what I'm saying is sometimes it can stop at I. It can be about me. It can be about me first. But God's saying there, there's something about not to self-center our spirituality. Not to keep it about I. Yes, it is a personal thing. Yes, it affects me. But it's even more than me. And when we stop at me, we miss the point of it. See, a mentality that says we're victims rather than warriors, that, that it's about me. So there's, there's a breakthrough from self-centeredness. See, but the story and the plan is bigger than us. 
You know, God has a destiny for territories. And since Adam and Eve, he had been, has been busy distributing people throughout the earth in continents and islands. He created every nation, every province, every city for his own purposes. You know, in the Bible, it says places actually are very important in the Bible. It talks about places all the time. It talks about cities. You know, missions is actually only mentioned 12 times. Borders and coasts are mentioned 96 times. Justification by faith. A major thing of the faith, 70 times. Countries and nations referred to 180 times. The virgin birth, two times. Regions, 15 times. Earth is referenced 188 times. Christ's return, 318. But land totals 1,717 times in Scripture. Talking about this land and that land. See, God destined for individuals. It, it has a destiny for individuals. But He also has a destiny for lands and cities and the place we live. They're actually really connected and they're really linked. Um, statistics, the UN says 54% of people in 2014 in the world live in urban centers. So cities, hamlets, towns, urban centers. 65 plus cities in the world, over 4 million people at this point. There's 65 cities in the world plus, and that's growing fast, with over 4 million people. The largest city in the world is Tokyo, and Tokyo has 36 million living in it. Tokyo has Canada living in it. <laughs> and it's not as big as Canada. Speaking of Canada, uh, give you a little bit of an update. We had last at the last resurgence, Bill Prankert here speaking on a heart for Canada and for the nation. And there was just something in his, in his words. And he mentioned that he was taking me up north and so I am going up north, so you can uh, please keep me in your prayers. I'm going to Cape Dorset on Baffin Island, uh, April 24th, to do a youth conference called Arctic Hope. And we're going to, to stop suicide in the north. It's a real problem with Inuit young people. And so we're going up April 24th, and I'm just really honored to be going on that. So I would really love your prayers. Uh, Canada will be saved. And uh, it, it is a long way. And uh, yeah, come on. So... It's exciting what he's doing in our nation. And so, you know, Jeremiah 32, 41, God planted people in a land, it says. You know, Acts 17, 26, for one man he made all nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history, the boundaries of their lands. You know, Philip went to Samaria and they saw city transformation. The city was, was alive with Christ. There was something about the city that came alive. See, when we look at the city, it's a corporate call. It's one that calls forth unity. See, the inward focus, you know, can happen sometimes with churches. And, and we, we can stick to our own tribe. We can stick to our own family. We can stick to our own crew. You know, the kingdom of God can be my church. But I, I, the kingdom of God is bigger than one church. The kingdom of God is a body. It's the body of Christ. It's the capital C church. It's His bride. And there's something when we all come together. There's something when we come in unity in places like this. The kingdom of God is not an empire. It's His kingdom and it's going out. And it's a call to all of us to be part of it. 
I love the local church. I love my local church. I believe in the local church. Don't get me wrong. But there's something where we can, we can focus on the church and make the church, oh, well, that's the kingdom of God. Well, no, the church is not the kingdom of God. It's part of it, and it's a great part of it. But it's like the body. You know, the Bible talks about different parts of the body. Each of us in this room have our part. You know, my elbow needs my forearm and all the different parts to work together. Same with churches. We have different varieties and different expressions and different tribes, but we need each other to work together to see what God would do in this city and this nation. And I believe there's something about unity in the city that resurgence carries, that we're calling forth an army to unite and come together and say it's time for Canada. It's time for this world. See, they were all together in one place in Acts 2. The 120 were united. See, the house of the Lord is not just one local church, but it's having a heart for the house is for the whole church, for the bride of Christ. There's a call to unity. See, Jeremiah 29, 7 says, And seek the peace of the city, where I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it. In its peace, you'll have peace. Edmonton will be saved. I declare that tonight. We declare that over the city. Canada will be saved. America will be saved. Atlanta will be saved in Jesus' name. There's something that God is rising up in this time, and that's why I just believe it's significant that you guys are here. There's something where God is saying there's a song going to go out. There's a whisper that's going to go to a generation of people that want to hear destiny and want to hear purpose. And there's something that's on both of you that's going to release that to the nations. And so we just thank you, God, for what you're doing. The city will be saved. The city. Number two, our sound. Cities are taken by a sound being released. Cities are taken. You know, Jericho, um, in Joshua, there's Jericho. And they marched in silence around a wall, but the people were actually gaining spiritual authority and and by exercising faith, obedience, and self-control. But then there was a moment that they had to make a sound. They blow the trumpets. They blow the shofars. They, 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 They did it in unity. They did it together as one. Not one was out of step. It's, you know, and it's not Joshua's individual victory, but it's together. It's a team. God calls us as a team to make a sound. There's something about a sound. What is a sound? I'm an engineer by background, so I, I you know, what is a sound? I loved physics. I did well at physics, and um, I loved sound waves, reverberation, everything to do with sound. I also used to run sound, so I love sound. And in physics, a sound is a vibration that propagates as a typically audible mechanical wave of pressure and displacement through a medium such as air or water. See, we each have a sound, a voice. Some, it might be to sing like Ben and Kelly or Karis or or many others that are super talented in singing. Others, not so much. But if we want to see a resurgence It involves each one of us in this room, everyone, including myself, finding our voice. What is your sound? What has God made you, you know, to to, to release? See, we use the phrase, what is the will of God? What am I here for? Uh, You were made with a purpose. God made you to glorify Him, to love Him. And whether it's realized or not, whether it's accepted, embraced, or denied, it is there. I believe it's the heart of every person. They say that the the richest place in the world is not in the diamond mines or in the oil fields in Fort McMurray, Saudi Arabia, but it's actually in the graveyards. And you think if you walk through a graveyard, all the dreams, all all the sounds, all the voices, all the poets, all the ideas, all the inventions that never made it, 
that they died with the people. Maybe because they were too fearful to step out. Maybe they never knew the gold that was in them. But God calls us to use our voice, to use our destiny, to call it out. There's something that he's doing. You know, he's calling us. In other words, it's the sweet spot. You know, what is, the, what, is what were you made for? And there's a place, there's a dream, there's a purpose for every single one of us. We were made for something significant. And I believe there's a sound or a frequency that God has called us to reverberate. It's the God-designed destiny inside each of us to reverberate the sound of heaven on earth. You know, when water's on a burner, and this is the physics coming out again, uh, when water's on a burner and you got the Bunsen burner underneath the little beaker, um, I love beakers, by the way. I, I would like them in my kitchen and stuff. They're awesome. Then I could measure the ingredients and I'd bake. I could like exactly titration and... Okay, maybe that's a little extreme, but uh, a little nerdy, sorry. I'll get back to it. Chemistry now I'm on. Um, so, so this Bunsen burner, you got your beaker, and when you heat up water, what they say is the molecules of water start to, start to move. They start to, they're normally moving, but when you start putting the heat, it starts moving to the point that it boils, the boiling point. And, and I believe that God, you know, in Acts 2, when the fire came, there's something that released something that, that started to heat up. And I believe in this place tonight that God's heat, God's fire is here, and He wants to start to activate some things. He wants to, the molecules, that, that something is going to go, yeah, that's what I was made for. And that's my prayer tonight, that there would be, there would be an ignition, there would be something in our hearts that go, yes, that's what I'm, I'm reverberating the sound that I was meant to reverberate. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 6, 9 to 10, it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, it's your will be done on earth as in heaven. You know, what is God's dream? What is God's plan? What is God's will for our life? He wants the reality of heaven, heaven to come in this, in this sin-trodden, rebel-torn, rebel-torn, uh, sickness filled where there's no hope and he wants to speak hope love peace joy he wants a rising again of something that's not into something that is to something that's dead to something that's alive to something that's just sleeping to 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 it get up and an army arise see god wants his will his earth his heaven to come on earth see it's a frequency of heaven the dream of god for you and for me that we find our purpose that we locate the frequency we embrace the calling See, I believe it also calls out the frequencies of those around us. When you find your voice, when you find your sound, it actually brings out the sound for, of others. And, and there's something really powerful about harmony. See, when we embrace the calling, it aligns us with heaven and His purpose, but it also brings out the sound of others and makes a harmony that, that can happen if you're not producing your sound and if I'm not producing my sound. But when we put our sounds together, there's a symphony that's created of God that goes out to this world. It's a sound. And, and, and I'm telling you, we need your sound. What is your sound? What are you made to do? What is your harmony that you're supposed to release on this earth? Because each of us were made to release something. And I'm asking you tonight, what was your sound? What is your purpose? Maybe you don't know it. Maybe you're like, I, I don't know what it is. But God wants to reveal that tonight. You know, 
uh, on Easter weekend last Sunday, I was over at my parents' house and my nieces were playing uh, violin. I have two nieces. I have actually 11 nieces and nephews and I'm blessed uncle. And uh, two of them were playing, actually three of them were playing violin. One was playing his cello and the one who has a viola wasn't there but, but didn't have the viola. But I mean, we have a symphony going on. And, you know, one of them was playing, and it was kind of like, it was a little squeaky at first, you know. Um, but they're, they're amazing how they're growing. And, and then all of a sudden they went together and they start playing. And they can play by ear like any song you could. So I'm like, Lion King, Akuna Matata. I'm thinking of every song they might know. Let It Go, Frozen, you know. I'm like, Top Gun. No, they didn't know that one. I was trying. I'm thinking of songs that, that were appropriate. And, uh, and, and so they would play. But when they would play together, there was something about harmony. There was something that would come together in harmony. There was a harmony of a sound. And, 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 and it, was, it was different. You could hear the low end and the, and the high end together. And it was beautiful. Beautiful. See, in a musical chord, a professor from Montreal says, in a musical chord, for example, several notes combine to produce a sound wave containing all the individual frequencies of each tone. Specifically, the wave contains the bass or the fundamental frequency for each note, plus multiples of that frequency known as harmonics. Upon reaching the ear, these frequencies are carried by the auditory nerve to the brain. If the chord is harmonic or consonant, the notes are spaced neatly enough so that individual fibers of the auditory nerve carry the specific frequencies to the brain. By perceiving both the parts of the harmonious whole, the brain responds to what scientists call harmonicity. Can't even say it. In a dissonant chord, however, there are some notes and their harmonics are so close together that the two notes will stimulate the same set of auditory nerve fibers. This clash gives the sound a rough quality known as a beating. See, when you resonate harmonically the sound of heaven that God has created, favor is released. God's blessing is released. Each voice has a distinguishable sound. Because once you say who you are, once you know who you are, that you're called, that, that God has called you and there's a voice, each one of us have our own sound. And, and there's this whole phrase, are you in your element? Like, do you know what you were created for? You know, many times we can hear people, we can hear different musicians, we can hear different speakers, we can have people around us, and we can, we can see their voice and go, oh man, I wish I had a voice like Dan. I wish I could play the piano like, I wish, I wish I could, you know, I wish I could do announcements like Diana did announcements, or Ryan did the offering, and, you know, and different people. And, and it's, it's really easy to look on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the internet, and see all these great people. But... God didn't call me to be Ben. He called me to be Travis. He gave Ben what Ben's supposed to do. He gave Kelly what Kelly's supposed to do. But he put a voice in me that only I can fulfill it. I need to fulfill that call. I need to do what Travis is meant to do. And each one of you have a call, have a voice, have a sound. And you need to do what God's called you to do. Not what I've, I'm called to do, but what you're called to do. And it's not about comparison, but it's stepping into that very sound that you're supposed to release. See, the dream of God involves everyone releasing a sound on this globe. Canada will be saved because a sound will be released. See, there's something significant about worship. You know, worship is a key sound we must release. Whether you're talented or not. I mean, the last choir I was in was in grade 6. And it was at the blood, 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 Red Cross blood place. And um, 
I don't know how you call it, blood donor clinic. <laughs> and I'm on the riser at the back, okay, of this choir in my white shirt, grade six, at the back, four risers up, singing, supposed to, I don't know what we were singing, and um, I don't know if it was the blood, I don't know if it was the singing, I'm not sure what happened, but I passed out, and I went back, and I wasn't slain in the spirit. But I can tell you the blood donor click has amazing cookies. And when I woke up, I had juice, and I think I even had pop and cookies, and I was stoked. I was white as a ghost, but I was happy. But there's something about the Lord's presence uh, is established in our praise. It's established in our praise. And we can talk about strategy to reach a city. We can have programs. We can have uh, books. We can do all this. But in Scripture, there's something about the, the presence of God comes when worship, when He's worshipped. And Solomon, you know, completed the temple. And it says in Second Chronicles 5, verse 12, all the Levites who were musicians, Asaph, Hermon, uh, Jeduthun and their sons and relatives and their relatives probably stood on the east side of the altar dressed in fine linen and playing cymbals, harps, and lyres. There, they were accompanied by 120 priests sounding trumpets. I played the trumpet. Come on, somebody. The trumpeters and the musicians joined in unison to give praise and thanks to the Lord. Accompanied by the trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments, the singers raised their voices in praise to the Lord and sang, He is good, His love endures forever. Then the temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud, and the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the temple. We need something to spring forth in our nation. We need the glory of God to come to Canada. And it comes when we worship. Oh God, would you do it? What songs need to be released over Canada? What songs are in your heart that you need to write and it's a sound for our nation? One of the keys that we brought, Ben and Kelly, is we really wanted to, to release to, to something to start growing in the hearts that what sound do you need to rise up? Would you be encouraged by what they're doing and they're living it out so that you would start to go, yeah, there's a sound, there's a song for 15 years that God's been marinating in my heart. I need to release it. I need to go against fear and all the things that are holding me back. And I need to put the pen to the paper and I got to write. I got to release what God's put in me because there's Canadians that we need to rise up and release something because the word over Canada is healing to the nations. There's songs that are going to go out to the nations and be healing. And there's poems that need to come forth in this room. There's books that need to come forth in this room. There's stories that need to come forth in this room. There's business ideas. There's inventions. There's, there's ideas about economy. There's ideas about politics. There's things that God has put inside of you and it's your voice and He's calling it forth. See, it's influence. It's concepts. It's, it's theories that only God can give you. It's calculations that are divine. God wants to birth things in you. It's people that are going to reform the education system, the health system, the, the, the way, very way of life. It's, it's preachers that are going to arise. It's, it's financial people. It's media. It's entertainment. It's in every sphere. God has put a voice in us. And whatever it is, step into it. It's your sound that He's put in your heart. And we can sometimes wait and... Just do life and let life go by. Well, I'm just working my job. Do something you love. Do something you're created to do. Don't just sit and do the same old. Don't follow success, what success is supposed to look like. Because it doesn't end, it doesn't end well. You can't take anything with you. 
Make a, make a change. Make an impact. What makes you come alive? What were you made for? You know, I used to have a friend, and he was a great influence on in my life. still have a friend, and he's still my friend, and we still talk lots. <laughs> used to have a friend. Still have a friend, um, which is good. But, you know, I remember being at the U of A, and I was taking engineering, but I always knew, I'm like, I was part, I was made for something big. I was made to be a part. And the reason why I always felt that was because he would call me out of blue, and he'd say, you know, I was going to write a calculus exam. He'd say, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is on your side. And, he st- and it's like, do we really understand the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is on your side? There's something when we understand that God is big, and he's in our life, and he has big plans. You're part of something big. You're not just made for normal. You're not made for small. You're made for big. You're made to do big things for God, each one of you in this place. And, you know, I was talking to a friend recently, and he said, you know, I was listening to a podcast, and I, I can't tell you anything from the podcast that was like a key point from it or a word that was like, oh, that really impacted me. But he said it was this feeling that I'm part of something bigger. Would we have the feeling, would we know tonight we're part of something bigger? We need your harmony I need your harmony. I need to hear your sound so that my sound can mesh and it can be the sound that God created. You know, orphans dream of vindication, sons dream of destinies. Bill Johnson said that. He also said, if you discover who God made you to be, you'll never want to be anyone else. See, Peter gets up after this Acts experience. He was a coward before, just days before. He denied Christ. You know, yeah, no, I wasn't with Christ. And he basically explains what's going on. And 3,000 get saved. See, he was living out his God-given destiny. You know, in 2 Chronicles 20, 21 to 28, there's a guy named Jehoshaphat. My nephews love Jehoshaphat because he's got a cool name. And... um, if you do children's work, Jehoshaphat's a great story to tell. Um, he's so fat. Um, but Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures. And as they began to sing, the Bible says, And praise the Lord. The Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, and they were defeated. They released their sound. And God moved. The third thing is is his sound. His sound. See, we can understand that it's cities. And it's about releasing the sound that God made us to be. But without his sound being released, there's no point. See, without heaven touching earth, there's no point. We must have an encounter, an experience with him. In Acts 2, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven, a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. See, the word says a noise or a sound, or uh, other translations say a roar came from heaven. I don't know, when, when I read it, I actually think, you know, sometimes it was the wind. You know, the wind came, and there was this blowing of a wind, but the Bible says Suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a violent rushing wind. It wasn't actually a wind. It was like a violent... It was the sound that came. There was a sound that came. And you know, it's a sound that transformed 120 people who were in unity waiting on God. 
They were waiting on God in their city in Jerusalem in the upper room. It was a vibration of heaven. It was frequency released that empowered. In that moment, heaven collided with earth. And Ben, if you could just come and start to play, that'd be awesome. Um, and when this sound went out, the Bible says thousands began to gather to the 120 people. And people still preparing for their day dropped everything. Women with their kids probably brought their kids. People that were in this busy international city called Jerusalem. They heard a sound. And it resonated in their hearts. In the city that crucified Jesus. In the city that wasn't into Jesus. They heard a sound and they started to gather outside this room. Because a sound was released in the city. A sound in the city. There's no Facebook event at the time. There was no Instagram. There was no cars driving around with loudspeakers like they have in Africa where they go around and they're like, come to the man of God on Friday night. You know, they have these loudspeakers like megaphones. They drive their cars to all the villages and they, they advertise. There was nothing, no radio, no flyers, no... TV evangelist inviting them to come. Just a sound that called forth divine purpose. The sound that called something deep within the heart of the city called to restore purpose to the city. See, Jerusalem was an international city. And so just saying, you know, that people came because they heard tongues. Well, people spoke in different languages. I'm not sure I buy that because they would hear different languages all day. But there was a sound that was released that reverberated in their hearts. I think it was something that just, just sparked in their hearts. You know, King David had dedicated Jerusalem to his presence years earlier. And then we read that, you know, where Jerusalem, they worshiped and the glory filled the temple in Jerusalem. There was a sound calling forth that day in Acts that was calling a restoration to use to the city. It was calling forth the rising again to the city. It was calling forth the resurgence to the original creation of the city and saying, come back. You were dedicated to the Lord's city. Come back to God. See, God watches over His Word. He cares about cities. He cares about Edmonton. There's a sound in the city, a harmonic that was released that day to 120 in unity. Worship praying, releasing their sound to God, but then God came and released His. See, atmosphere shifted over a city that day because God released a sound. 3,000 get saved because a sound beckons them to come. Just a sound. Peter didn't preach. He just explained what's going on and pointed to him. You know, we heard last resurgence about Canada was birthed on a word of God. Samuel Tilly. He declared from sea to sea, God shall have dominion from sea to sea. He declared that when Canada was formed and the form fathers, they, they founded our nation. There's a word. See, Canada is healing to the nations. And I believe we're going to see a sound released in cities across this nation. There's something significant going to come to cities and places all across Canada. And God is doing something in this day, in this nation. See, Paul and Silas, you know, they were in a jail. They sang songs to God. They sang these songs, and what happened was suddenly there was an earthquake, 
and the doors flung open. The, the, the handcuffs came off. The, the things that bound them, that held them back came off. See, when we release our sound, God releases a sound. A vibration happened that day. The breakthrough in the toughest places. What seems hopeless to you? What seems impossible to you? What seems like there is no hope that anything could happen? Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's, maybe it's the enemy. Maybe it's temptation and, and addiction and, and whatever. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's, it's not having a father and being raised in a bad way. Whatever it is for you, whatever is holding it back, God wants to break those shackles off. And in this jail, the shackles came off. You know, Edmonton seems locked up at times. Canada seems locked up. Seems impossible. God, how could you ever save our nation? Seems hopeless when I watch the news. But there's a sound in the city. There's a sound that's being released. God wants to release a sound over our nation. And what seems impossible is all possible. Because I believe in a God where all things are possible. See, there's a sound. You know, when Paul and Silas were in jail, the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? Because he, he saw what happened. They released a sound. God released a sound. The earthquake happened. Stuff was, that seemed impossible became possible. And the jailer goes, what must I do to be saved? When Peter was standing and those people came, 3,000 people, what did they say? What must we do to be saved? Because we heard a sound that changed everything. Canada's going to start asking you. Edmonton's going to start asking you and me. What must I do to be saved? Because when you release your sound, when you release the, the very destiny that God's created you to release, heaven is going to release its sound. And the two are going to come, and there's going to be a sound in the city. There's going to be a sound in the nation. And they'll say, what must I do to be saved? You don't have to argue. You don't have to try to, like, pull up the four spiritual laws and try to, like, argue someone. They'll just say, what must I do to be saved? God wants to do that. Sound in the city. I just want us to close our eyes and bow our heads tonight. here tonight and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's the greatest sound that you can ever hear. It's for your heart to receive him, for life and love to come in. For him to say, I love you. And to accept you and and just to come into your heart. So if you don't know Jesus in this place or you just feel like God's calling you to, even, even to get right, maybe, maybe it's been a long time, and for some reason you came tonight, and he's calling you back as worship was going on, you were hearing a whisper, come to me, come to me. And if that's you in this place, and you just want to say, Jesus, I, I need you in my heart again, I want to recommit my life to you, I have fallen, uh, whatever it is, I just want you to stand across this place. It's the greatest miracle that can ever happen, and we want to give a room for that tonight. That's you. You just need to respond right now to salvation. 
Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life. We're going to pray. We're going to single you out. But just, just stand. No one's looking around. I just really feel there's a couple people that God's just really wrestling with right now. I, just, I call you to just stand. It's time. Just wait. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So I just want to pray for everyone that's standing. Just stay standing. We'll just pray. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I just want us all to pray this. Would you pray, Jesus, I invite you to come into my life. I love you. And I ask you to be Lord of my life. Please forgive me of my sin. Forgive me what I've done wrong. Come and be the Lord. Show me what that looks like. Let me feel you you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we want to know about it. You can have a seat. And and if God just, just fire us an email. We want to know. We want to connect you in with Make sure you're not in a local church. We really believe that's key. Um, Please do that. But, you know, tonight is just, we're in this place. I just feel like God wants to minister to people as we're, praying there's something very corporate and significant about unity and what uh we're just doing and and there's a sound that god wants to release and he wants to release it corporately but i believe it comes first when we find out what sound we were made for what is our sound and so we want to have a response tonight and we want to pray corporately and we'll just see what God does. I, I don't really know what's next, but I just, I, I don't want you to leave without finding your purpose, your destiny, what you were made for, that very element that it's like, ah, I come alive. I come alive at that moment because we can live life just being normal and it's boring and it sucks energy out of us. And I don't know about you, but you weren't made to be normal. You weren't made to just sit on the shelf and just, just, just punch the clock at some job to get some paycheck to buy more stuff. But there is a purpose. There is a destiny. There's a calling that he's calling out of you tonight. Don't leave here. Don't miss the incredible plan that God has for you. So why don't we stand across this place and we're going to open the altar. And if you just, you need to find that voice tonight. We're going to pack it as, pack as you want to pack it. But it's not about anyone else or people praying for you, but it's about you meeting with God tonight. And Him revealing that whisper, that voice to you that changes everything. And then we're gonna, and then we're gonna see what happens. And I feel like we're gonna do something like corporate and pray, and and just like allow His voice then to speak, and something's gonna be released in this place. I just say that because I really feel God is gonna release something corporately. His His voice, His glory will fill the temple. I just, I believe that. Come on, I want it. I'm hungry for God. I'm hungry for an encounter that changes everything. For too long you lived the normal. Too long I've just gone to church, punched the clock. I want something different. I want an encounter that changes everything. So we just open up the altar. Just come.
again. Show me the lights. Show me the lights. Oh, show me the day. Show me the way. Lights of your love. Cause where there's love, there's no room for fear. Cause where there is love, there is no
sing, show us the heights. Show us as your people, God. Show us the heights. Show us the heights. Show us the depths. Show us the depths. Show us the wings. Show us the wings. And the links of your love. Show us the heights. Show us the heights. Oh, show us the depths.
Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah God wants to... Uh, God wants you to find the voice, the destiny, the purpose. And across this room, there's people that God is calling you to some. He's, he's putting the, the, the idea of songs and songwriting in your heart. He's birthing songs, and he, he's calling you to get out the, the pen and the paper, get out the voice recorder to, to start to, the songs that, are, that you worship and to start to record them and start to go, God, okay, I know my identity. I know that... Maybe I don't like my voice, but you created my voice in your image, and I'm going to sing the song because you created me to sing this song. And that you would start recording and just start to see what God would do in that private place, to see what He would do. And, what, and, and there's something about when we are secure in our identity, we can actually step into it. And there's a security, a solidification of who we are in Christ, that we don't have to earn it, that we don't have to... Uh, conjure it up, we don't have to make it happen, that we can just be who God's called us to be. And so all across this place, I feel like there's, there's people with business ideas, there's business people, God is birthing inventions, uh, research, uh, 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 ideas and education and, and different things where your voice isn't just to be a teacher, but it's to reform things, to change things. Um, and, and I see that over people in this place. There's, in healthcare, you're, you're called to change things. Polit- politics. There's a sound that means, needs to be released in the political arena. There's wisdom that needs to come like the Daniels to rise up. Whatever it is, whatever sphere, maybe it's preaching, maybe it's ministry, maybe it's missions to the nations. At an altar like this, six years ago, seven years ago, four girls said, we've got to quit our jobs and go across the world because God's called us to do it. And they went, going with love, they called it. Whatever that is for you, whatever it is that God wants to help you, that when you say yes to it, he'll, he'll back it up because it's his voice calling not me saying you should go do that. But if God's really in it, he'll back it up. He'll come, he'll confirm it. Will it be scary? Is there fear of stepping out of the boat? Mm-hmm. There is. But God comes and there's faith. And he gives you what you need to do it. You have resources, maybe you're like, I can't do that. I could never, you know, if money holds me back. <laughs> Well, God will provide. If he's put it in your heart, I'm here to tell you, God will make a way. So in this place, we're going to pray over that. We're just going to corporately pray over the voice that he's given you. And I, I want to encourage those that aren't at the altar. Would you, um, we don't normally do this, but would you even, maybe you know your voice. Maybe you know your calling. Would you start to just even fill the aisles and just come in behind and let's just all gather and let's just as one body say okay we're gonna put our hands forward and pray for the group of people that are finding their voice because we found our voice and we who have our voice need you to make sure you know your voice so we can have harmony and there's something that comes together when the harmony comes so we're gonna pray and we're gonna just pray that God corporately would release a voice so if you're in your seat and you just just come and pray lay your hands forward in the aisles just we're even where you are but let's just pray for all these people that are up here that just want to find that right element that they were made for
And then we're going to sing this song, that whisper song. And I believe God wants to whisper over us identity and purpose with that voice. And so, God, right across this place, I thank you for a sound. A sound in the city, a sound in every heart. That you created a frequency that only we can release. And so, God, I call forth that frequency right now in every person in this room. I call forth the sound of heaven that was made to be in their heart to come forth in this season. I come against fear. I come against doubt. I come against the enemy where it's been dormant and it's been on a shelf and it's been promised but nothing has happened. We break through in Jesus' name and we speak life. We speak a spring to burst forth in the darkness. We bring a spring to burst forth in the desert. We spray that it is springtime right now and you're bursting forth in hearts tonight. You're bursting forth your voice and your voice and your calling on every single person. We say no more wandering in the desert to every person in this place. No more just meandering through life and letting success of the world dictate what we do, but that we would be intentional, that, that, that we, you, we would know where we're going because we know who our God is. We would know our voice because we know that you're speaking tonight. You're whispering. You're whispering over each one of us destiny, purpose, hope, dreams. So we thank you for songs that will rise, businesses, million-dollar businesses that will go to the nations and, and be like businesses, influence and mission. We thank you for ideas and inventions, things that will, that will, that will work in healthcare and Medicare and all the areas. God, we thank you that you have put dreams that can change a nation in this room tonight. We thank you for the gold that's here, and we call it forth in Jesus' name. We thank you for the unity. We thank you, God. When two or three are gathered, you are there. And God, as we come together from different tribes and different families, we come together for one God that has a voice for each one of us. And we break off despair. I break off spirit of rejection. We break off loneliness. Where you've been alone and you felt alone in this, you're part of a symphony. You're part of a harmony. You're part. And the enemy has sidelined you. He's singled you out. You feel like you're just playing the notes and they're squeaky and they're all by yourself. But he's calling you to be part of something bigger. It's about a city. It's about a nation. It's about his nation being established on this earth. So we thank you. God, for what you're doing tonight. And let's just sing this. Let's just sing this out as a prophetic anthem. And Ben, can I just lead us in this? So whisper, whisper, whisper in my ear. Tell me words I thought I'd never hear. Show Show me, show me what you see. Illuminate what's right. I hear the Lord say, Will you believe? Will you receive what I want to do in and through you? I just hear him right now say, Will you believe? 
Travis shared about voices coming together and the harmony of voices coming together. And I just feel that as we end tonight, um, Ben, if you could lead us again in that chorus, but I, let's declare, I believe, I receive the work you want to do in and through me. And I just really believe God's, as Travis said, God's put something unique in each of us. And it's like so many of us are right on that threshold of letting our sound be heard. And I believe that tonight as you choose 
to let your voice be heard in worship. And as you choose to sing out, it's not just about making this declaration, I believe and I receive, but it's about letting your voice out there and letting it be loud and be heard. And that's like, if you know me, I, I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm not good at singing. Um, and it's this uncomfortable thing of being not great at singing, but also really loud. Um, so you can take a page from my book tonight and that's okay. And like, Ben's going to lead us out, but then he's going to drop back a little bit and we're going to sing, we're going to sing loud and we're, your voice is going to be heard and it's going to be just, this is what resurgence is, right? It's not about someone leading us on stage. We love having you guys here and honor what you bring, but it's about your voice being heard and saying, I am here. I'm bringing something to the table. I believe and I receive and I step into that work that you have made me to do. I cross that threshold and I'm going to like let my sound be heard in this place and that's going to shift something in the spirit and you're going to leave and you're going to be different and you're going to feel like, whoa, my voice is heard. Something happened. God changed something and my voice is heard and I feel free I feel like my weaknesses are strengths in him. I feel not ashamed, and I am going for it. I am going to shout my sound. So let's, let's go there. Still, right, let's do it. Let's say, I believe, I receive. I believe, I receive what you want to do in and through me.
believe and we receive what you want to do in the lives of our friends and our family and our coworkers and in this city, in and through us. In Jesus' name. Yeah, and if you believe and if you receive, let's get an amen. Yeah. And I mentioned earlier the glorious, abundant buffet that we have prepared for you guys. Thank you to our amazing volunteers that took care of that. And like, we don't just have it so you can, oh, good, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat some food. Um, This is so you can connect with people and gather around the food and linger here and tell someone about your sound. Tell someone about what you're stepping into. Call it out of each other, right? So go forth and eat and share your sound. I love you guys. Mm -hmm.